Everything's alright, yes, everything's fine And I think I shall sleep well tonight Let the world turn without me tonight Close your eyes, close your eyes And forget all about us
Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know how to love him. Going back to the basement, this is Judah Boy, 95. Judy G. McCoy, out of Austin, Texas. If you dig this, look for Judah Boy, 95. This is, I know, production, Def 600. I'm not sure, but um, let's let's see what it means. Uh, or maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with the song. I don't know. Uh, but uh, the pause button is there. The dots are come back in the linear fashion. I got that turned up. Still the dots. Hey, shouts my guy Def on the beat. You feel me? Death 600. What the fuck you wanna? Death 600. What the fuck you wanna? Death 600. Oh.
rising She moves slowly, she's a china doll By degrees, you loosen her composure She knows, she knows, she knows, she knows One word to the man in the pulpit She starts twitching and she can't keep still the Seven inches of a black star Thomas Dolby urges, you know, oh, you know, uh, Children of Eden, Eden, <clears throat> this is our uh, next uh, contributor, Children of Eden, as in east of, from La Mirada, California, uh, I think it's, let's see, I can read something a little about them, uh, let me see if I can make it bigger, ooh, Nice. Children of Eden is a band set on doing things the way they were meant to be. Jumping through fire, getting burned, and then moving forward, learning to jump through the next fire with better finesse. The L-A-O-C-D-I-Y band takes it. Dot, dot, dot. All right, let's do this. This is the kids. That's up. Children of Eden. Dig it. The um, All right. The dots are going, hold on, we're almost uh, over there. The Kids is the name of this one. Children of Eden, if you like them on Saturday. <laughs>
There it was. I'm looking all over for that channel. It was, it's, uh, it's a sub mixer. It's the, uh, the, the fader for, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Again, if you come through the website, <laughs> there's a donate button and a, or a GoFundMe or something like that. We always can use a few bucks to, uh, um, change a pod on this, uh, new mark i don't know we just we kind of burn through these things they get used so much um i'm gonna try some contact cleaner maybe that might do something we're going back to the basement this is martian sunsets um uh, jason miller out of oakland i'm I, th I think i'm ready for this now from from what i can get uh let's see uh um experiments sound tests song ideas Martian Sunset is Jason uh, Miller's synth, organ, guitar, vocals, and co-founder of the uh, Luminarians. Lumerians. Lumerians. Um, Martian Sunsets, if you dig this, on SoundCloud. This is uh, Donner Party. Name of the song. Uh, the dots are going. And um, they're... They're still going. That, that's usually uh, means I got that up. Oh, here we go. Thank you. 
Yeah, that's Can Future Days off the Future Days record. Going back to the basement, this is Flower Flower. Uh, Become Animals, the name of this one. This is very fresh. Uh, hold on. Let me turn this up. Flower Flower. Uh, touching it. The pause button comes, and then the, the lines of dots going back for...
Yeah, it's Devo off their first record, um, <clears throat> something, something or other. Um, uh, going back to the basement, this is A slash S slash L. Oh, man, hold on. I can, I can do better than that now that I've... I've oh, no. Um, hold on. I'm going to do that. This is um, home recordings from Houston, Texas. Uh, 38FF, I don't know. There's uh, Chris and Matt, maybe. Um, let's go back to that. And uh, Shoreline Demo, it's electronic. If you dig this, it's A forward slash S forward slash L. So that's how you'd find them. And we'll turn that up. I'm touching this, and the pause button is there. The dots now appear, and they're moving. It's always good when the dots are moving for, for a while. And then, here we go.
Yeah, it's Roxy Music. We're going back to the basement. This is Seventh Legend out of uh, <clears throat> uh, Round Rock, Texas. This song is called, uh, let's do uh, Beyond Agony. This is called uh, Seventh Legend. If you dig this, you can get them on Reverb Nation. Uh, Beyond Agony. We're just getting a little time constraints here. Sorry. So this, I've noticed this, uh, the Reverb Nation has been... Uh, Reverb Nation has <laughs> been taking a little more time to uh, buffer. I wonder if it's one of those ones that that net neutrality thing. They're like choking, choking Reverb Nation because they're not uh, they're not paying the not paying the man off. I don't know, but this thing is still kind of buffering. And uh, the the last one I had on that, I I I, I I'm I don't want to just desert it. Because it is chasing its tail around, and as if something's happening. Sometimes if I hit it, but that's uh, if I hit it and then I go back and oh, oh, it almost worked. It wants to do it. Here we go.
That's Pink Floyd. We're going back to the basement. Postcards from a Mirage is the name of this record. And it's by the uh, Samadhi State Regime out of Austin, Texas. If um, you dig this, it's on... uh, This is Bandcamp. uh, S-A-M-A-D-H-I. Samadhi State Regime. This song is called Filling the Void. Touching this. It's pause button. The circles. Circle of dots. Yeah, here we go. Yep. Oh 
holds many marks around your Ku Klux furniture. I come a dance head in your front.
sexuality to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Wow! We're starting it out with feedback. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody have any feedback for me? Anybody? No? Good. Got the peanut gallery over here. Yeah! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! 
that is an appropriate amount of clapping. You guys are cool. I like you. It's good. You're in for it. It's going to be a great night. I'm very excited. Uh, it's actually going to be an insane 25 hours of comedy coming to you over the next five days. What? Are you going to lose your mind? If you're listening on the radio, everything will be okay. Uh, so, well, so everything is being podcast and streaming live. So that's all wonderful that will be happening. And uh, we have so many comedians, 37 comedians from all over the United States. But right now, <laughs> it's uh, the locals only show. So it's people who live here in San Francisco or have lived here in the past. We actually have returning comedian Kevin Monroe. He lived here for many years. He's back. Yay! Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I don't know. I don't know how to. Oh, this is so sweet. Jen Arrows, yeah, uh, we'll 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 do uh, we'll do thank yous at the beginning. Why not? We have all our amazing mutiny volunteers all week that are helping us out. We got Jen at the door. We got George D. Smith behind the boards. Hell yeah! Uh, so it's gonna be a great week, and we're gonna have a really great time. Uh, I'll tell you guys a few jokes. Uh, yeah, you do, those are those are weed treats. They have lots of marijuana in them. That's how I bribe people to being my friends. Is that everybody else does that? No one else super stoner? You guys super stoners? You do not look like stoners. You guys look like you look like closet stoners. You look like you like I wouldn't tell anybody that I I'm a smart person. I don't smoke marijuana. No, it's fine. I'm I have you ever see I know you're not a stoner cuz I, I've smoked so much weed that I've forgotten how my own shower works. Has anyone done that? I've lived in my house for seven years now, and I forgot how my shower worked because I was so high. It's like being a guest in your own home. It's like, it's like airbnb yourself. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how this works. I'm burning up cold. Why? Live there. My cat's like, dude, how do you not know how to do this? I'm like, why are you talking to me? Do you smoke that much weed? You don't? I didn't think so. It's cool. This is not a weed show. This is a local show. But yay, we're sponsored by Spark. And weed is legal. This is just, I'm just so excited about marijuana. It's like marijuana church up in here. There's two things I believe in. One, smoking marijuana all the time. And two, the equality of women. Anybody? Yeah! Both of those things. Pretty fucking awesome. I believe in equality uh, in a new special way. In that uh, I watch a lot of PG-13 movies from you know the 90s on and we all know that we get to see side boob right no nip lots of 180 percent side boob no nip pg-13 totally fine right so what i'm saying is i'd like some equality in filmmaking and i want to see some side scrote okay so what i want is like your balls are cupped and your dick is hard so all you see is that weird fleshy part in between sometimes hairy sometimes not I feel like it's going to be great for like older actors because they can really show off their scrote. You know, like um, there's going to be a cool Martin Scorsese film or like maybe a Francis Ford Coppola film. Is he still alive? I don't know. It's like, it'll be like, it'll be like the Godfather. It'll be Nick Cage as the Godfather. He'll be coming out of a pool and his balls will be dipped in the water and his dick will be outside like off the steps and we'll see this beautiful like stained glass window through his scrote, you know, with like the veins. Nobody wants to see this beautiful shot. This is a quality everyone side boobs just fine besides scrote no what's wrong with you people san francisco this is a scrote friendly place <laughs> it's not scrote friendly anymore man i've seen so much silver so much piercing on so many scrotes i have a theory i have a theory that the size of your dick is inversely proportionate to the amount of piercings in it 
is this just a San Francisco theory that no one else is working off of? It's just hey, we're going to take a poll. It's local. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. Precept of feminism, I think. I don't read. I don't know what feminism is. Come on. I'm kidding. I do read. I'm a, I, I was taught to read. I'm a real woman. Oh, wait, that's the bad. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't I shouldn't read. I don't think. I know. Bad, bad lady. Get back in the kitchen. I love making pot treats. Did I already say that they're so delicious? I just, being high all the time just helps me forget all the misogyny that's rampant in my social, social society circles world. San Francisco, equal place. We're going to get started right now with your first comedian. He is a San Francisco local. He's an amazing human being. He's actually the founder of the F-bomb comedy train. <gasps> toot, toot, ow, beep, beep. There's no beeping, but he's amazing. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Marty Cunney. All right, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We are starting it off right. All right. Let me tell you about myself. I'm a traveling man. I actually just flew back from Columbia, and boy, is my nose tired. Ah. Seriously, they really like cocaine down there. Um, it's no joke. A lot of people don't believe me that uh, it was actually the first time I'd ever tried cocaine was in Columbia. Uh, yeah. You're really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> no, most people don't believe me because most people are trying to buy it off of me most of the time. Uh, I just have that certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, Tuesday night at uh, 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, he's probably got an eight ball on him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's probably dealing right now. Uh, no, but... I, I don't know. The first time I tried it, I had been drinking all day, and I was like, you know, when in Rome, you do some blow, right? Like, that's, that's how the saying goes. That's what they say. And so I thought to my – I was like, all right, let's throw down. The guy, guy puts out a line for me. I do the line, and then all of a sudden I'm sober. Um, what kind of bullshit drug is this? I was enjoying that drunk cocaine. I spent a long time. I spent eight hours and like $80 on that drunk. Spent eight, another $80 and five seconds getting sober. And now I'm just pissed off at 4 a.m. Wanting to talk to people about the intricacies of independent wrestling. Like <laughs> reciting entire episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nobody wants to hear that shit. That's a Wednesday night for free activity. That's not a Sunday morning $160 activity, okay? No. Nah, fuck that shit. Uh, I, did, I did enjoy Columbia, though. There was a lot to learn down there about the cultural barrier, about the langu language barrier. Uh, for example, I went to order some black beans, and I said, uh, did anyone here speak Spanish? Do we have any? Habla, habla. Yeah, no soy. Uh, <laughs> I do not speak Spanish, so everything was a struggle with Google Translate, and just, uh, I went to order black beans, I said, uh, quiero uh, frijoles n-words. Um, <laughs> if you don't habla espanol, the word, is, word for black beans is frijoles negros, okay, and so I just was so blocked up, I couldn't even say it. Uh, I went to go uh, to buy a wife beater, and I put that into Google Translate, and I asked the lady at the store for... Uh, Donde esta los esposas batadores? Uh, now, if, again, if you don't speak Spanish, I asked her, where are your domestic abusers? Uh, 
When you think about it, that's exactly what I was asking here. <laughs> that is a weird thing we do, guys. We named a piece of clothing after like the worst stereotype we could think of of somebody who wears it, right? Like, the wife beater. Like, can you, you just think about it? Like, we call it a wife beater. Like, everyone else in every other country calls it like a ribbed tank top. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize how weird it was until I asked that question. And so I was like, you know what? Let's keep this train rolling. Let's name some more pieces of clothing after crazy stereotypes of the people wearing them, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Let's think. Instead of Capri pants, we'll just call them Euro tourists. Yeah? Uh, instead of Birkenstocks, we'll just call them old lesbians. Uh, instead of wrist sleeves, we'll call them scar hiders. Uh, ugh. <laughs> Uh, instead of Crocs, we'll call them cereal virgins. Um, instead of, uh, I don't know, bolo ties, we'll call them outspoken racists. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I've kind of, never seen them like, yep, that's what we'll call them. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's what, uh, you nailed it right on the head, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Hey, you guys, have you heard the news? Uh, the news about the Jews. Um, it was in Facebook. Uh, Facebook was in the news recently for. It was right after the Charlottesville protests. There was a thing where, when you advertise on Facebook, like you get to pick from a drop-down menu of who you want to advertise to. Like if you want to advertise hiking shoes, you pick from outdoors people, right? Uh, except one of the options on this drop-down menu uh, was Jew haters for a little while. And I'm not joking. This is a real news story. You can look it up. You could actually directly advertise to Jew haters, uh, and. Facebook was claiming, like, oh, it was a problem with our algorithm or something like that. But it made a lot of sense to me, right? Because I couldn't figure out why I was getting so many advertisements for Tiki Torches and Eddie Bauer in my newsfeed. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I don't hate the Jews. Actually, I play the Jewish piano. Uh, I'm an accountant. Uh, terrible industry to hate the Jews in, guys. Come on. Some more Jew news. Uh, <laughs> And uh, when uh, and when Orthodox Jews do the the circumcision, it's called the bris, right? And so what they do, uh, the, the really Orthodox ones, like out in New York, when they make the incision, the rabbi uses his mouth to close off the wound. Uh, yeah, that's pretty weird, right? Uh, what's even weirder is, and worse, is that a lot of these rabbis are actually giving these infants herpes when they do this. Yeah, this is true story again. Uh, and it's really bad because some of them will actually die from this uh, or get, the, get brain damage, like really bad stuff. And even if they survive, they have to grow up and explain to people how they got herpes. Uh, so I don't know. It's cool. I got it from my rabbi. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's kosher. Yeah. That's why they do it through the sheets, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this shit. No, man. But what do they get when they get to the bar mitzvah, right? HIV? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> AIDS. Got me thinking, though, about the bar mitzvah. And just coming of age ceremonies in general, right? They're fucking weird. Like for a bar mitzvah, right? You take a 13 year old boy at his most pimply faced, his most crackly voice, his most vulnerable, and you put him in a suit and you give him a glass of wine for confidence and you put him in front of a synagogue full of people and have him sing in a language he doesn't know. Like, that is just tearing him down. That is some cruel shit, right? 
but it's not as weird as the quinceanera, right? Am I right? The quinceanera is a weird ceremony. It's basically where you take a 15-year-old Latina girl and you tell everyone, you put her in like a wedding dress and you tell everyone, she's a woman now. She's ready. Uh, you wonder about these teenage pregnancy rates and then uh, I mean, you're doing this shit at the same time, guys. Come on. But while the Latinos are having like a come see how fuckable my daughter is party, the Jews are having a come see how unfuckable my son is party. <laughs> Just very different, very different cultures. I don't know. Um, what else? Do I, what else am I thinking? Hey, you guys like dad jokes? Anybody fan, here fans of dad jokes? Yeah, I'll, let, me lay, let me lay one on you real quick. Uh, when I die, I hope I'm not buried in a, uh, in a... Let me start over. When I die, I hope I'm not buried in a coffin. I feel like I'm more of a sarcophagi. I probably shouldn't be telling dad jokes, though, ever since my doctor told me that I'm sterile. Uh, no dad jokes for me. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I'm not sterile. I've had like six vasectomies. None of them have taken. I've been the cause of several unwanted abortions. Um, oh. All right, let's end on a high note. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Me Too movement. I think it's a good thing, although I think it's kind of uh, redundant. Uh, we've been doing, we've been hearing about all this stuff for a long time. It's just only recently that's been getting like popularized. Like, I don't know. Courtney Love was blowing the whistle on these guys for a long time. I've ten years over, and uh, well, I get why we didn't listen to her though. Uh, her credibility got blown away about the time her husband did. Uh, I think I'll leave it at that. Uh, that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Bring up your host, Pam. I wish some people from Seattle were here for that wonderful joke. Poor, he was murdered by his wife. Yay! Beauty Radio Comedy Festival, true. That was Marty Cunny. He also plays rugby. You can tell by his his jacket. <laughs> it's exciting. No, I I was thinking today actually that we should start a YouTube thing called Ruck and Marty, where we get on we go on adventures together in San Francisco that are just like stupid. Rick and Morty, except Ruck and Marty. So I'm like a drunk old lady. I'm a drunk old lady, and you're like a young fun guy who's like going around San Francisco, right? <laughs> no. Buff as Morty. Morty, see, I know more people are having the thoughts in their heads. See, it's in the gestalt, Marty Cunny. The future is now. Your next comedian, she is the future, you guys. She's part of True Hustle, not True Hustle, hashtag hella funny. I'm sorry, they both start with a T. I'm so confused. <sighs> hella funny, there's no, there's no, there's no T's in that at all. There's, there's a T in a hashtag. I don't do Instagram. I don't know what that is. Twitter is totally foreign to me. I am 43 years old. Your next comedian, she gets it. You're going to love her. Put your hands together for Allison Hooker. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep it going for Pam. Yeah. Keep it going for this awesome festival we're part of. Yeah. Round of applause for yourselves coming out and supporting live comedy. Fuck yes. I'm excited to be here. I had a really shitty day. Uh, and now I'm, I know that there's worse in the Catholic Church out there. That's, wow. No, but I, I, went to, uh, I went to the doctor today. Does anyone else get really stuck on that question, how many drinks per week? 
Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a tough one because you don't want to lie too much. <laughs> you know, you want to check your liver. Uh, what, are you going to be honest? It's your doctor, not your lawyer, you know? <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of like a comedy club. I'm a two-drink minimum a night. It goes up from there. So I was like, I'm going to go with two drinks a night. Like, that's reasonable, right? So I was like, I have two drinks a night, 14 a week. She goes, that's too much. You're nodding. I was surprised. You think that's too much? Oh, you've shared that? <laughs> well, get this. You haven't been there. Because this is what the bitch told me. She goes, men can have two drinks. Women can only have one. I need your doctor. Uh, I'll, I'll give her your number. I was fucking livid, though. I was like, bitch, we are literally in the middle of hashtag me too. Like, whose fucking team are you on? She's like, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. <laughs> I was like, okay, lady, look, um, I came here for drugs, <laughs> not rehab. Also, you guys, I don't think she's helping anyone with their drinking problem. I think she's just helping people lie to doctors. <laughs> you know, because like the next time I go to her, I'm definitely going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have seven drinks a week. I'm no dumbass. She gave me the answer. <laughs> Actually, fuck that. I'm not going back to that doctor, because I want to see a doctor I can see eye to eye with. You know, I'll give her your number. I want a doctor that will look at my 14 and be like, that's not enough! <laughs> she asked me another impossible question to answer. What was the first day of your last period? <laughs> yeah, ladies, quick round of applause if anyone else is completely fucking stumped every time a doctor asks this. <laughs> all the women in the room, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with our bodies, actually, <laughs> at all. Like every single month, our entire world just crumbles and we have no idea what's happening. Just solemn nods around the room. Like I'll get on a phone with a friend of mine, like I just don't know what's going on with me. Like, I don't like my job anymore. This guy that I'm dating just seems really distant. Like I just haven't been happy lately. Like this shit is deep. <laughs> And then three days later, oh. <laughs> but, but imagine getting stumped by this, like by anything else that happens every single month, you know? <laughs> rent is due. You get on the phone with your landlord. You're asking me for rent again? <laughs> like it feels like I just paid rent. <laughs> and you're not even asking me nicely. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and my room is really small. Like I'm 33. Why is my room so small? <laughs> I like how the men can understand the disintegration more than women. It's how we feel, though. It's how we feel, ladies. Um, so yeah, anyways, I went to the doctor. Uh, she went to give me a pap smear. It's mostly men in here. I'll just fill you guys in what we go through. Um, when we go to the doctor, they stick a speculum inside of us, and they click it open twice, and they swab the inside of our vagina. Now, you look a little scared, but I know there's a couple of guys in here that are like, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I wish I'd go to the doctor and stick my dick in something. <laughs> but it's not like fun, you know? It's whatever. It, there's no like rotating head or bunny ears. It's just, <laughs> it's cold. Like the equivalent for a man would probably be sticking your flaccid penis in a cooler and having someone scratch it. Like that's, <laughs> it's whatever. It's, it's whatever. 
So anyways, you guys, she goes uh, to give me a pap smear. And I think because I have like a small frame, she assumed like all of me was small, if you catch my drift mutiny. Uh, <laughs> so she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. I hear a couple laughs, but I just thought that was fucking weird. Um, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, I'm not going to make any jokes. I'm going to leave it to Roy Moore. Um, so, hey. So she takes her smallest speculum, you know. She goes to stick it in. She goes, squee. I'm just kidding. Uh, slides right in, you guys. No problems there. No problems at all. She goes for the classic click, click. She goes, click, click, click. Click, 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 I know. What I'm trying to say, I think, is that the hallway doesn't always fit the building. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know where my organs fit either, you know? This is just, this is just vagina and backbone. Yeah, loosening you guys up. It's okay. It's comedy. Fuck it, you guys. I'm proud of my big vagina. You know what I did? I wrote a song about it today on my way over. Can I share it with you? All right, it goes, I can take that dick, click, 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 that's fucking ridiculous, that is ridiculous, thank you. Anyways, my name's Allison Hooker, by the way, just my name, was born with it, not a stage name. You guys can imagine that was fun, you know, all my life. Like in junior high, when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. <laughs> so it just said, a hooker. Just <laughs> down the leg of my pants, <laughs> across my chest. Thank you, it took me a little longer to find the funny in it. What's that? Johnson, You're a Johnson. <laughs> we should get married and hyphenate, you know? <laughs> But I was cruising around with this A hooker shirt on. Everyone was teasing me. It was junior high. Eighth grade boys in my class. I'm in sixth grade. It was a whole thing, you know. So my gym teacher finally gave me new clothes. She's like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. <laughs> so I wrote the hooker. <laughs> Are you guys kidding me? I was loving that sexual attention. Junior high, I was cruising around in my hooker shirt wearing a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. <laughs> Now I'm cruising around wearing a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I was actually trying to like, smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. It's not even the joke yet, though. Uh, <laughs> he broke his nose on my chest bone. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's fine, though. He's, uh, he's actually Syrian, so he's got quite a nose in my defense. It's true. My boyfriend's Syrian. Actually, he learned how to write in Arabic first, so we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder. Wow. Okay, you like the language jokes? Pretty fucking cheesy, you guys. Pretty dumb. Yeah, he's Syrian. Actually, my, uh, my birthday was election night, so Trump was elected, and I was like, what's happening? Oh my God, baby, we are moving. And I looked at him, and he's from Syria, so we stayed. Um, <laughs> That was that. What else can I say about that? Uh, he grew up in Santa Cruz, actually. His dad owns a Mexican restaurant down in Santa Cruz. 
his dad is a Syrian man who owns a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's like the first time I had a burrito, I was like, a mm, little too much saffron, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the white people don't get it either. They like cruise in there, like practice their Spanish one on all the Syrians, because they don't know the difference between a brown person. So it's pretty classic. Uh, what else I want to talk about? My Syrian boyfriend picked the movie last night. It's cold outside. You know, we watched a movie, uh, so we watched a porn. Which is fine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm no conservative. I'm no Mike Pence. I think you know that by now. <laughs> uh, but I have a little trouble getting on board with porn. You know, because there's no good backstory. There's no buildup. Like, they're just going straight to pound town. And I need a little bit more romance than that. So this is what I did. I paused it, and I gave him the backstory. <laughs> I was like, look, he wasn't always a pool boy. And she didn't always have those tits. And I don't have time to get into like the details of it right now, you guys, but I gave him the most epic love story. Like they'd known each other for years. They built deep love and respect for each other. And after all this time, they're finally ready for anal. Okay, go ahead, push play. <laughs> then I could get into it a little bit more, you know? Then I get on. I mean, there were a few other parts I had to like pause it and explain, give him a little more backstory, like why is he calling your stepsister? You know, they're just other parts. <laughs> Like, if he loves her so much, why is he spitting on her? There were just other things. <laughs> Who the fuck is this other guy? <laughs> it took us a little while to get through the movie. I'm not going to lie. We didn't, we didn't even have sex. We just fell asleep. Um, <laughs> great story, though. It was a good, good love story. Uh, how much time do I have? One minute? Oh, what do I do with one minute? <laughs> Listen, dickhead. No. Are you a comic? No. Oh, I'm sure we could give you a couple minutes up here, though. You know, you know what a couple minutes feels like, uh, or one. Like how long it takes you to come? <laughs> yeah, one minute. Like how long it takes you to come? We could give you that amount of time. No, no, no. no. But the thing is, the thing is about comedy, though, is like it's a lot like sex because when you're doing it, it feels like so much longer. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Go check her out. She's at Cobbs all the time on Hella Funny. Super awesome. Yay. People are arriving. Yay. Exciting stuff. Woo. Your next comedian. What What an amazing human being he is. He is. I saw you go in the bathroom with a disco light and it like danced off your hair in such a beautiful way. I was like, I want to make a video of him in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> that sounds weird. I didn't mean to. That, that comes across wrong. Uh, but he's an amazing human being. You guys are going to love him so much. Put your hands together for amazing local comedian, Clay Newman. I just want to set the record straight. I was not pooping in there. I was not pooping in there. I just could not not dance. It just had to happen. I will say... I did pee everywhere. Like, that's not good for dancing. It's not like, it's not a good, <laughs> you, like you cross streams with the disco hands, it's no good. It's like I've peed everywhere. Um, this is beauty radio, goddammit. This is, this is where you pee everywhere. This is, if this place didn't smell like pee, it wouldn't be mutiny radio. I, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my entire life 
One of the greatest shows I've seen in my comedy career was at Mutiny Radio. It was a show where the comics wore diapers. <laughs> Pam, in all of her brilliance, put a challenge to comedians. You get all the beer you want, but you're not allowed to use the bathroom. <laughs> and you gotta wear a diaper. And we gotta see that diaper. And because we have made the poor decision to buy very elderly diapers, they're gonna leak, <laughs> which is a fun factor. I got to hear one of the greatest statements I've ever heard at a comedy show. It came from you, Jonathan. It came from you, sir. Uh, Jonathan exclaimed with more passion than I've ever heard at a comedy show. Uh, upon, and here's the back, the backstory to this. Uh, Jonathan witnessed a comic and just this, do this disgraceful thing, which is not pee his pants. Uh, during this comedy show, uh, this was a comic who has been on Conan O'Brien. Uh, he's been on Last Comic Standing. Very few of us make it out of San Francisco with credits. He was one of them. And Jonathan, in all of his wisdom, exclaimed, I don't give a fuck what show he was on. You're supposed to pee. <laughs> and that's Mutiny Radio. That's, that's where we're at. That's what we're keeping alive is that goddamn honor. The tradition of Mutiny Radio. It's a beautiful thing. I'm happy to take part of it. I think it's fitting that Mutiny Radio is in this neighborhood because, like, nowhere else is this neighbor. Like, where else in the world do you find the financial diversity of the outskirts of the mission? It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's nowhere else has that level of rich and poor mingling together. On one block, on one block, you could be walking down the street and you could have this conversation with yourself. The fuck? Is that a gold-rimmed Segway? God damn it, tech industry. A gold-rimmed Segway? How insulting do you have to be to the rest of San... Are you pooping and shooting heroin? <laughs> One block. But they're both like, fuck Trump, right? So it's all good. It's all good. We're all friends. People say there's not a lot of political diversity out here. That's not true. That's not true at all. I heard a conversation between friends earlier today. I heard one guy exclaiming, and this is a popular argument in San Francisco. You've heard this before. This isn't diverse. Republicans are so stupid. I can't believe how stupid Republicans are. Republicans are so stupid. We're going to die because of how stupid Republicans are. And his friend stopped him. And this is why I like how diverse the Bay Area is. His friend stopped him and he said, look, man, you don't understand. Republicans aren't stupid. Okay? That is ignorant to think that Republicans are stupid. Republicans are not stupid. Republicans are evil. <laughs> So yeah, we got the full spectrum of ideas out here. It's really nice. We got all the beliefs, uh, all the ones that matter. Uh, it's one or the other. It can't be both. You can't be evil and stupid. I believe that thoroughly. I believe that thoroughly. Like the people that are controlling Donald Trump's presidency are evil. Donald Trump is clearly stupid. <laughs> clearly stupid. There's, and I can prove it. None of you would watch a James Bond movie if Donald Trump was the villain. It would never happen. He's not evil enough. He's too stupid. Same goes for fucking W. There's no way. If George W. Bush was a vote, what's he going to do? Just like massage him? Like, ah, here you go, Jimmy Bond. Like, 
Donald Trump, that's not going to be a fun speech. Like, James Bond is tied down. There's a laser slowly heading towards his crotch. Donald Trump says, I don't know, I'm not allowed to speak about lasers, but, oh, that was Woody Allen. I don't know why I did Woody Allen. You ever not practice an accent and then you do Woody Allen accidentally? I'm trying to be relatable up here. Um, <laughs> oh, that was bad. Uh, all right, we'll just move on to other stuff. Uh, so, like, I know it's wrong to drink in the shower and whatever. Um, it's not wrong. I feel like you're not the best judge. Of, like, I don't want to go back to the pee show incident, but, like, Let's let's because like but I don't think society has decided it's wrong to drink in the shower. Like even if you're trying to be classy about it, you can't bring a, a like a tumbler in there. It's gonna get wet. Like you can't. There's no like sippy cup top for a wine glass. It doesn't happen. Like there's no classy way to drink in the shower. But you're allowed to drink while you're pooping, right? <laughs> you said that way too confidently. Oh, maybe you got the same advice as me. Maybe a doctor told you to relax. I don't know how else to do it. <laughs> I don't want hemorrhoids anymore. I got to do whatever I can. I'm not going to smoke a spliff while I'm shitting. I get too high. I don't remember which is the smoking hand, which is the wiping hand. <laughs> That's a problem. It's how you get pink eye. It is crazy to be out here in the Bay Area to live in this time with all of this technological advancements. Cars are driving themselves. Millionaires are launching Pintos into space or whatever the fuck that was all about. <laughs> but do you realize we're skipping the important stuff? We're missing the things that society actually needs. Have you ever taken a minute to think about the fact that nobody has even tried to invent a bed that you could pee into? Was nobody, I thought we'd start a rally right now. I thought that would be the end of the comedy show and we would take to the streets marching. It is cold at night. You're telling me you'd rather walk to the bathroom. Turn on the lights. You're not a ninja. You can't hit that fucking toilet water without the lights. Maybe you're a lady. Maybe you're going to sit down. Is it warm? That's not a good thing. You can't afford a toilet warmer. You have roommates. That's a bad thing if it's warm. You do your business. You walk back to bed. Do you fall calmly back to sleep? No, that's not how the human brain works. You're telling me you wouldn't rather just roll over and fucking let it happen? I'm not saying we poop in there. We're not animals. And I don't even, I'm not even talking about technology, really. Like, I just want a hole and a bucket and some air freshener. That's all I'm asking for. A funnel for the ladies. I don't know how vaginas work. <laughs> I don't know if a funnel would help. I feel like we're all pretty good people in this room. I think I'm a good person. I think you're all good people. I hope you think you're a good person. But ask yourself deep down, is any of us in this room a good enough person to not poop in the handicap stall? If it's available, that is the chuckle of somebody that always takes the leg room. That guy knows, are you kidding me? 
fuck yeah, handicap stall. You get the leg room. You fucking prop your phone up against the bar, and you get to watch a little YouTube video while you're. It's great. But every once in a while, and I hope it never happens to you, but every once in a while, while you're enjoying that extra leg room, while you're watching a video of how to cook deep fried asparagus <laughs> on your phone, I know what you're into. Every once in a while, you hear that mechanical noise and the door swings open. And you peer under the stall and wheels come in. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's not Stephen Hawking. That would be great. I'm not saying you ask for an autograph necessarily. Like, and that's even more rude if you just yell, Stephen Hawking? <laughs> I was just worried about clamming up. Your hands get all sweaty. You can't fucking palm a piece of toilet paper. You know it's going to be one of those endless wipers. Somebody's on the other side of the stall going, I hope he doesn't ask if I'm Stephen Hawking. (laughs) That would be embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, you made that joke better than it's ever been before. Thanks, John. And uh, coming through twice in one set. (laughs) Comics. Look to Jonathan. (laughs) He's got the answers. This is the fountain of youth right here. It's beautiful. All right, you, you did enough. Don't force it. Don't force it. Let it come. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't get greedy, Jonathan. Uh, this is what happened with Bitcoin. This is Bitcoin all over again. You just got greedy. You're like, this worked once. <laughs> I don't know what Bitcoin is. That joke doesn't go any further. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. That's where improv people beat stand-up comedians. Is improv people know better than to start a topic that they have no knowledge on. Uh, stand-up comedians just shout words that we've heard regularly and hope that it gets a response, and then flounder when it does. Uh, that was very upsetting. Um, <laughs> well, this is a goddamn delight. I really appreciate you guys hanging out here. Uh, I hope those of you who are audience members realize how important of a part of the process you are like you're so necessary to this you realize there's no band practice for us we don't just get to say this shit in the shower and hope that it works out like we need you guys we need you here you're important man yeah honest to god do you realize if none of you are here right now this would just be schizophrenia This would just be another problem in the mission. <laughs> it's like that old saying, if a comic tells a joke in the woods and no one is around to hear it, did I get too fucked up on that camping trip? <laughs> I'm talking to trees again, I may have. But I like to think, as far as myself goes, that someday, maybe, y'all will be watching Comedy Central and. I don't know, what if you think of the time you saw me here and you say to yourselves, <laughs> that Clay Newman guy. I wonder if he's watching Comedy Central too. <laughs> Someday, yo! Give it up for Clay Newman! Clay Newman, the only comic who's been here for all three
three Mutiny Radio Comedy Festivals. Yay! He's my favorite. You can still listen to old versions of Clay and Tony's spoiler alert, and they're still fresh. You can still listen to Trapped in the Closet with them. It's so fresh. It is. It's always fresh. There's peeing in that too, right, R. Kelly? We got it full circle. All right, your next comedian. He used to live in San Francisco. He moved to L.A., but he's back. He started the brainwash, and he's here with us. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Kevin Monroe. Yeah, all right. Oh, man, y'all, y'all kind of classy this joint up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, nobody is drinking openly. There's no edibles. Like, <laughs> damn, I leave for a minute. <laughs> By the way, if you notice, I took all my shit and brought it out of my car. I took all my shit out of my car and brought it over there. Because three months ago, I did a show at the Punchline, and they broke into my car and stole my clothes. <laughs> yeah, not, not my laptop. Right? Not my phone, not my camera, my clothes. And I'm like, I'm six foot six, you dumb motherfucker. Good luck <laughs> wearing them pants. <laughs> Fucking idiots. If you see a tall ass dude wearing some, um, some pants, just punch him in the face for me, okay? Just do that. It's, pr- it's probably my pants. It's probably my pants. Now, I was going to put my contacts in when I got here, but uh, the light in the bathroom. <laughs> What's that disco shit going on in there? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to have a party when I'm taking a shit. Why? What the fuck is? Like, who sits down going, you know what would make this even better? Put on some Barry White, please. Like, what the fuck? So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll do it. My 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 glasses on. Ah, uh, this is this is cool, man. And once again, by the way, uh, I literally I just flew in. I literally just flew in. Just got off of SFO. I can literally drive from LA to San Francisco faster than flying to SFO. <laughs> Seriously, five and a half hours on the freeway, eight hours in the airport. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Serious, like. <laughs> How is this technology working? Like this is this is this is anti-technology. Like this is backwards. It's backwards shit. You coming in or you staying out? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Just creeping. It just goes to the- oh, okay, yeah, that's how that is. Yeah, I used to live here in the in the Bay. I'm I'm in LA now, man, and I'm out there trying to <sighs> trying to date, trying to meet people, man. You know, I'm just like, oh, this is. Uh, I don't. I don't send dick pics. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't. Cause not everybody's phone got unlimited data. <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> like, damn, you fucked up my program, man. <laughs> it's an extra thirty dollars. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, it, it's it's. I, I haven't been out there in a minute, so I thought I'd try it out. You, I, you know what? It's weird, like. Not just black women, but all kinds of women like do fake hair, like f- hair extensions. They do like, like, like it's not a black thing anymore. It's like, like blonde women. Everybody is doing the hair extensions. You know, everybody come out the car looking like Pocahontas. And I'm like, how do, how is it you can have fake hair, but I can't show up on a date with a fake mustache? <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why can't I wear a fake mustache? 
You know, look, 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 you're not Beyonce, I'm not Idris Elba, okay? We're all pretending fucking just... Why not? <laughs> There's no reason. But, you know, that did kill a date, so... <laughs> that didn't work. Have a seat, sir, have a seat. Where are you coming from, sir? Good. That's a great place. <laughs> man, this is cool. Nah, man, uh, LA, LA is, a, is a weird, weird spot, man. Uh... LA has black people, which is something the Bay Area doesn't have anymore. Oh Y'all, there's no black people here, man. There's like, like, I mean, there's like five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but LA has like Compton, has like Inglewood, like black, like black people. There's hella. It's like real, like you could be a black person in LA and stay in black world, you know, and like never, never talk to a white person ever. You could, <laughs> you know, what I mean? you could walk around and be like Wakanda forever. You know? <laughs> This shit is great, man. And I was like, oh, I started dating these, uh, some these black women because uh, the Bay Area had me on this. You know, there's too many white women out here. Like, I, I hadn't seen a black pussy since Boys to Man had four members. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a rule now: you can't date more than three white women in a row because if you do that. You're institutionalized. You're institutionalized. It's like it's like that dude that goes to prison and he comes out, he doesn't know what to do, so he just robs a liquor store. <laughs> Put me back in, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it you institutionalize, man. Uh this this one girl, she hit me on uh uh on my dating app. She, her name is Tsunami. Spelt S-U-N-A-M-I. Tsunami. Tsunami. I'm like, this chick sounds like a mess. <laughs> like she's gonna show, hello, I'm Tsunami. <laughs> I'll have the cabernet. <laughs> I'm saying, like, she sounds like a mess, but you know, hey, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. <laughs> hello, <laughs> I'm a natural disaster that can't spell. <laughs> I'm here to rock your world. Nah, I don't. I don't, I don't I'll deal with her. I'll deal with her, man. But I mean, you know, it's, it's it's been a while, man. I mean, black women were not feeling me in the early 2000s, man. I missed that whole juvenile back that ass up era of black women. Like that was, <laughs> I missed that. Now now it's okay, you know. But but back then, I mean, it's cool now. But back then, black women they were kind of like they were like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like they like they didn't draft me, but they were mad I was playing in Europe. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and Israel, <laughs> but that was summer league. That don't count. That don't count. My boy hit me up on Twitter. Hey, yo, dog, you gotta check this shit out, man. He sent me this picture, and it's like, oh shit, this is just a girl in some yoga pants bent over. Why are you sending me this? He's like, no, that's not a girl. That's a sex robot, dog. That's a sex robot. That's not a person. That's a sex robot. I'm like, what? Why are you? It's like, nah, this is real, dude. You could buy a sex robot. I'm like, I don't know if I want a sex robot, man. I ain't. Cause look, I have an ex that was a stalker. Okay, I don't want a robot stalker ex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Has nobody seen Terminator? <laughs> they follow you to the ends of the fucking earth, man. <laughs> I'll be back <laughs> to ask you why you did not call me. <laughs> I'm fucking with that, man. He's like, oh, no, no, you understand me, it's a sex robot. I'm like, look, man, 
any robot is a sex robot. If you try hard enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know what your Roomba looks like, but <laughs> drink a little Hennessy, be like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm going to just put some crumbs. <laughs> you know, like, why are you paying extra? Just, just get a regular robot and fuck it. That's yeah. Kevin Morrow does not endorse fucking robots. <laughs> My publicist made me say that. You know, and it's, it's, he's like, dog, it's for real, though. It's dope, though. It's $2,000. 2500 for the black one. I'm like, look, look, I don't, I don't have $2,000. <laughs> I can't afford a sex robot. How about I'll be like, hey, yo, uh, y'all got a, a, a sex washcloth? <laughs> a sex gym sock. That's that's my budget right there. <laughs> sex gym sock. You got to <laughs> have to do in the back like, oh, what's this website? <laughs> what's a website for a sex robot? No nah, man, I, I miss I miss the Bay, man. I went to uh, when I when I came uh, from the Caribbean. I'm from the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, you don't know where it is. It's okay. You know. No, you don't. It's like, you know Americans are. I know where I know what Trinidad is. Go to Africa, make a left. <laughs> By the way, there were no there were no Trinidadians in the Winter Olympics. None. No. <laughs> We live on the equator, okay? Like, why would we? But I'll tell you what, though, with this global warming shit, in 2082, motherfucker? 2082, Trinidad is gonna kill the Winter Olympics, son. <laughs> shit, we are gonna run on gravel like a motherfucker. All the Swedes are like, why is it so hot? Why? <laughs> That's a German accent, pretend to be a Swedish accent. I don't give a fuck, there's no Norwegians here, so. Are there? Are there any? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, nanny, she don't count. No, no. But I hate that, man. Like, that's the only time, like, when I was in Oakland, like, people were like, where are you from, Trinidad? Is that in Africa? I'm like, no, it's, it's a Caribbean country. So it's a Caribbean country in Africa? Like, okay, fine, fuck it, it's in Africa, I give up. What do you want? Uh, you know, like, during the Olympics, that's the only time y'all care about us, man. Like, y'all watch, you know, somewhere between Taiwan and Tunisia is my little country. There's three people, right? One guy's there. He's, like, holding the flag. <laughs> the other guy's my Uncle Roy. <laughs> like, nigga, you 55 years old. Why are you still in the Olympics? <laughs> you know what I mean? And Americans, man, y'all, y'all are bullies, man. Y'all... Y'all fuck with third world, y'all play third world countries. Why are you playing, like, I saw the USA basketball team play Angola. Angola! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like oh, okay, we got, uh, we got LeBron James, uh, we got Steph Curry, we got uh, Tyson Chandler, we got Kevin Durant. <laughs> How do you think the Angolan basketball team picked their team? Like, they're just sitting there like, okay. The first 15 men with shoes? <laughs> Come to the UN hospital? <laughs> we will drive from Angola. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like after the game, they're shaking hands and shit. Like, oh, good game, brother. Good game. Good game, brother. 155 to 3. Good game, brother. Good game. Are you still eating that? 
It's fucked up, man. It, but I'm like, how you go? I feel like this. Like, if you're in the third world, you should get you should get a gold medal. Fine. If you're from the third world, if you win, you should get a U.S. passport. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's useful to a third world person, man. How you gonna give an African a gold medal? Gold comes from Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like white people stole gold from Africa. How you gonna give an African some shit you stole from him <laughs> as a prize? Like. <laughs> Here you go, Matumbo, gold medal. <laughs> well, thank you for returning it. <laughs> Where is the rest? <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> 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 I've been saying that shit forever, man. <laughs> I've been going up to Comedy Central, like the producer's room, like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> 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 like, oh, you're... you're they're taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that should be killing me. All right, I got to get out of here, man. Um, uh, what, what, what should I leave you on? Um, here's a black fact. Did you know that a young black male is 10 times more likely to be in a statistic It's true, they keep measuring. Nobody knows what white people do, right? Nobody checks. <laughs> but every year it's like CNN presents a special report, the state of black America. Are their dicks getting bigger? <laughs> Don Lemon investigates. <laughs> All right, I gotta go, guys. I'm Kevin Monroe. Cooper, who's the gay guy? The Cooper guy. He's got to investigate. Who's the Cooper guy? Cooper Anderson, right? He's got to investigate. He's, he wants to get deep. Uh, that, you guys, that was a Locals Only show. That was so exciting. You're all here. Yay! Uh, so what's going to happen is we, everyone will clap one more time for the amazing comedians that you just saw. Marty Cunningham, Allison Hooker, Clay Newman, and Kevin Monroe. These guys just walked in. You guys are welcome to stay for the next show. It's going to start super soon. It's um, And Kevin Monroe, I'm going to ask you if you can be on it because we have an open space and you are a POC. Yeah. Oh, it's the... No, no, not under arrest. We just want you to keep telling jokes. Uh, but our next show coming up in like, now it's like five minutes. We'll let everybody outside and you come all back in and it's going to be amazing. Uh, and thank you so much for being here at the first show, Locals Only. And clap wildly. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Uh, but stick around for the next show, uh, which is going to come, uh, come up in a few minutes. And it's uh, the politics are funny slash I'm not white. <laughs> so stick around. Yay, Muni Radio. and get them out of your goddamn oh you see that light mm -hmm. okay so can we get some radio lights cut on can right. we get some radio Since we can wish today right I wish the the wish the music works universe so I can put my uh, motivational songs on today do y'all hear the crunch <laughs> <laughs>
do. You do? Okay, sure good. Because my friend, we're going to do um, Dollar Tree snack crate. So, because I can't afford to get the regular snack crate right now. Mm-hmm. So, I'll go to Dollar Tree and buy snacks that you would never buy and then try them on the air. Oh, mm-hmm. So, I've seen some like super fire. Um, dang, I don't know what the chips is called. I want to call them in flamingos, flamethos, flamitos, and tubertos. Maybe? I don't know. Some, some flame, some turbo, mm-hmm. some hot. I want to try those. They got some churro chips. Those are gross. If you get them from the Dollar Tree. I don't know what they taste like. That's if you why get them from the Dollar Tree, don't get them. That's get what we do in Dollar Tree snack crate. There's a better place? The Mexican stove. Oh. Churro chips? Doña Tere probably has them. Churro chips. They're churros. They're little churritos. They're really skinny, right? Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Don't <laughs> get them from there. Don't do it. I'm going to do my it. Dollar Tree snack crate. Don't, don't get churritos from the Dollar Store. Oh, my God. It says churros. Get them from the churro man. The elotero. He has all that shit. And he makes it. That Dollar they Tree chips? shit. Churrito chips. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all heard it here first. Elotero man has Don't get no churrito chips from the damn Dollar Tree. Should Don't you dare. Well, now my this my Dollar Tree snack crate dream is down the drain. Well, you can do anything else, <laughs> but don't do don't do the don't do the Mexican churrito shit. We don't say churritos, it's like churros. Okay. <laughs> do what you gotta do, but when you be like, oh, these is gross. That's the point. Like- to try them on the air, and then I'll be like, blah. Okay. This is disgusting, and then you try it too. I've tried to be filled. Oh, you try them again. What color was the bag? It was a clear bag. Wrong. This is a brown. This is a red bag. See, you never tried bag. these churros. Oh, I never had those. All right. Right? It could be. Don't you dare try it. <laughs> it's like churros. They probably re- reinvented it. <laughs> they might be good. Where's the little Debbie Outlet store, though? I'm trying to find some Cosmic Brownies. Debbie Outlet store. I thought they was... Uh, was that the what was That's it called? Hostess. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, hostess. <laughs> the, the hostess with the hostess. <laughs> Goddamn right. I will try all the hostess snacks. Maybe they'll sponsor me. Uh huh. Hostess. What's hostess, what's up with you? Trying to try your snacks on air. I'm gonna try hostess snacks on air. Universe. That's an affirmation. It's 11-11. Affirm some shit, y'all. Universe, host is going to pay me to try these snacks on there. Sponsored by Boost Mobile. You better. <laughs> so, after this, at the beginning of the month, I'm going to go get some hostess snacks that I never tried before, order them, eat them on air, and see where, see where it goes, and drink them. Hostess and Hennessy. What you mean, No. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything. I'm sorry. She shook her head and her, I my, I was like, she was like, the fuck? <laughs> that was more of my reaction. That was the fuck reaction. It was like, the hell? Yeah, Hennessy and Hostess? Yeah, get drunk and then try these snacks. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. It's fluff. It's, that's bread. That's flour. It's going to get in your system and you good. In your butt. 
I'm just trying to try some snacks on air. Just like everybody getting famous for eating snacks on air. I'm just like, I love to eat. Why not me, Lord? Send me, Lord, send me. <laughs> I love chips. Can you believe it's only 6.06? I feel like we've been here for 45 minutes already. Bro. That's how it always feels when you're a little late. It's okay. Okay. That's how that, that was me this morning. We got... Our white candle lit for purity and new birth. So everybody, you're gonna be reborn tonight. If you're wondering what I'm crunching on, I'm eating Cheetos Crunchy, extra flaming hot, twice as hot. They're telling the truth. <laughs> they are pretty spicy. I'm over here like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, I do. She needs some milk. I don't even drink milk though, so I gotta drink uh, coconut milk. Breast milk. Breast milk. Oh my God. At least that won't fuck with my stomach. Cow milk fucked me up. So. You gotta get the You're right. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lactate all day. Mm-hmm. You're right. We stocked up in our freezer. Or I could just lactate for you. Do you have breast milk? That's crazy. I think I could. <laughs> She's like, squeeze. No, but I think I could. Oh no, God. like, for real. Yeah. Can you? Because I still am. No, you can? like, for real. Bitch, I squeeze my nipple and some milk come out all the time. I want to be a wet nurse. Jesus. Yeah, So does that mean crazy. you can get a job like that? I don't know. Yeah, you can. They gonna milk me. They're dudes who want to breastfeed. Oh lord, <laughs> you done. You about to get paid? Oh, put that in the universe. Oh. You done. <laughs> I want to breastfeed for money. <laughs> I don't want to feed no damn kids. Fuck them kids. They can eat infamil. <laughs> That's why the world's fucked up. Exactly, because we feeding breast milk to men, grown babies. Grown babies. <laughs> That's why I don't have kids of my own. I'm like, I don't need a kid. I'll be aborting and adopting Hello? men. Hello. I already adopted a bunch of grown men. Mm-hmm. One of my grown men today was like, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, <laughs> what you gonna do? You gonna come get me? I don't got no gas. Well, what you gonna eat? Yeah. What is? What I'm supposed to do? Yeah. I can't do. If See, you don't come get me, I can. I don't care. Listen. <laughs> when I was over his house, the twenty dollars I had, I spent on me something to eat. Uh-huh. He should have got in on the first. Do you want something? He did not. So I only had eight dollars and eighty-seven cents for me for the next round. Mm-hmm. His fault. Yeah. So he's hungry now, eating oatmeal. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for your Put muscles. Some sugar in it. Sugar and some butter. Sugar and some Boy. butter. <laughs> Some brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Ooh, some butter. Get you some toast. Dip it in there. Let it sit in there for a little bit so it can soak. He tripping. He living his best life. Oatmeal is good when they want to be. Right. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Doña Teres. We where we get our tacos across the street. They're really good, delicious, authentic Mexican tacos. I love them. I always shout them out. One day we gonna get famous together, don't you? Tell us. You hear me? Cheers. Right. And shout out to Jacqueline's Heart and Soul. Jack the best kale salad, y'all. Jacqueline's Heart and Soul has the best kale salad at the farmers market Smothered on Sunday. Chicken. 
smother rice, chicken. Cornbread. Oh, they got food, food. They got food, food. Not just that nasty rotisserie nah. chicken. Well, I thought the rotisserie chicken was good. Don't let me lie to y'all, y'all. I didn't like it. She didn't like it, but I liked it. It tastes like potatoes and chicken. It's too much rosemary. She don't like herbs. I don't like rosemary. She I like, like herbs. All like kinds of herbs except for rosemary. You don't like rosemary at all, ever? I like it as a like a oil. Like I would smell it. Mm-hmm. But not in my food. Okay. Mm-mm. I like that. I don't like thyme either. I like rosemary chicken. I like rosemary. You can't do too much. So like, that's the people only flavor. Do people do too much. Yeah. Her problem is. Like, it's like white people seasoning. Yeah. It really like they like discover rosemary. That's the only seasoning they discover. Exactly. It's like, oh, rosemary and thyme. That's exactly what it is. That's why you don't like it because they don't have no salt or pepper in there. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> yeah. You eating rosemary chicken for real? No me gusta. That's probably some spiritual mm-hmm. chicken because you know they use rosemary in a lot of. A lot of magic. Not in this kale salad, though. She's eating kale salad. Mm-mm-mm. The first and bite. I literally thought it was just going to be disgusting. But changed my... The first bite takes control of all your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Like... There's some lemony dressing shit on here. So the first bite, you, you got to take with a warning. Mm-hmm. The second bite, pretty damn good. It's delicious. I love kale now. It's all right. I mean, it is delicious, but it's all right. Like, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I still like my regular green salad with my tomatoes and my cucumbers and my avocado mm-hmm. and my croutons. Mm-hmm. That's all this need. And it'll make it better. All right. What else does it have in there? I seen like, it looks like cucumber and avocado, but all you taste is kale and lemon. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Cabbage in there? I think it's cabbage. Some cheese? Mm-hmm. There's cheese in there? It's a secret. I don't know. It's not fair. That's not a good sign if you can't tell what the food is. In no, but it's a salad, though. The <laughs> flavor. I know it's a salad. It's good. No, but I think it's like kale, mm-hmm. cabbage. And their dressing that they made is like some lemon shit. Lemon something dressing. And they just, like a coleslaw. Coleslaw, but like kale. With all the carrots and the other stuff. It's just Uh, cabbage and... It was good. I would eat it again. I think it's really good. I found my snack for the farmer's market. That's what's up. The farmer's market don't have... It has a lot of snacks, but I don't really know... They have a lot of snacks and they don't have a lot of salads. Where's the farmer's market? At Jack London. Everywhere. Well, the one she got that from is Jack London. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. She just moved from New York. Oh. Mm -hmm. Hey. Well, welcome. Thank you. How was that? How was getting here? How was? (laughs) How was getting here? How's living here? It was. I love living here. I'm over on 24th. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not far at all. No, it's the shit. This neighborhood is great. Really? Oh my God! The panaderias and the, I live across the street from the best tortas. <laughs> so good. Isn't that Torta Locas place or no? That's Oakland that I'm talking about. What Torta place are you talking about? Oh, 
Oh, I don't know what the fucking name of it is. Is it on the corner? No, it's in the middle okay. of the block. In the mm. middle of the block between York and Bryant. Mm. I know where Bryant is. I don't know if I know what York is. It's York is like the next block up from Bryant. Mm. And they make tortas? They make tortas, and they're so good. The carnitas tortas. I love tortas. Yeah. I love tacos, and I love tortas. We're going to have to go. Mm, they have grilled chicken? I don't know. I love grilled chicken they tortas. Have, like, they make chicken milanesa tortas. I don't know what that is. Uh, they have, oh, chicken milanesa. Uh-huh. <coughs> <That's, coughs> I stick with the carnitas, though. So. She said they have chicken something, something. Milanesas. <laughs> milanesas milanesa is like just like chicken. Chicken parmesan. But you it's, beat the shit out of the chicken. You beat it real skinny. Mm. It's like, like country fried steak. Yeah. Mm. It's just chicken. Yeah. But it's just and country fried chicken. And then fried, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. I love tortas. I love tortas and tacos. That's the way to my heart. Tortos and tacos. Mm-hmm. Tortas and tacos. Tortos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget people's 11 11. Affirmations. You want to heal your emotions. Light your white candles. Light all your candles. Feel free. Oh, wow. I got to light my white candles when I get home. Yes, you do. I lit my candles. I left my other candles at the at my job because I built a, um, like an altar. But I left it at my job because I don't want to be in that house no more. So I don't want to light no candles. No. Hell no. no. I don't want to be that energy. Nothing on my candles. It's bad in there. People say I'm the one with the bad energy. Uh-oh. Right. So I'm like, it's because you have bad energy. I'm the, I don't have the bad energy. I have a reflective energy. It's the so whatever you give to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it back to you. Yep. If you give me bullshit, I'm going to give you bullshit. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like you ain't did nothing to me physically. I feel your energy. Like somebody gave me the dirtiest look in the world. And then later on was like, you just been acting real crazy. And you been mean. And you this and you that. It's like... Bro, you don't know that I caught that look. Yeah. I'm just shooting it back. Exactly. You and don't like it. You don't like what you put out. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't need none of that. <laughs> if you already put some, maybe just a shot. Just a little shot. Because I don't work tomorrow. Today's Veterans Day. Veterans Day is on 11-11. How interesting is that? I'm not interested. <laughs> but I think about like all of the soldiers that died, not necessarily white soldiers, mm-hmm. but like the Native American soldiers and African American soldiers, okay. Puerto Rican, you know, all the soldiers that fought for our freedoms. That's what I think about. And I think about their energy still being around and stuff like that. That's what I'm thinking about. I don't really care about veterans. I don't want to say I don't care about veterans because I have cousins who've been in the military yeah, and well, friends and stuff. Well, son was uh, drafted and sent to Vietnam. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and, some, and a lot of people well when he was drafted did he want to go no no he got like the, he was drafted he had to go really yeah. so how how does that work because i didn't know that they was they was drafting people and forcing people and to go Muhammad Ali like got in trouble and went to prison for days because he was drafted he refused to go mm. Mm. but i didn't know it was still they going on and like his titles yeah. and everything the only way that you can't go is if you have like a 
a mental disorder. Or mm. some bullshit like Trump talking about he had bone spurs. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. An excuse, basically. Excuse you gotta find a good enough excuse mm-hmm. so you can get out of it. Interesting. So they still stealing people's lives for not going to fight for this country. Yep. Yep. Wow. But they want to tell people that they're kicking people out. This is supposed to be the land where you could come from anywhere and be free. And now they're trying to kick people out. But you're forcing people to fight. Yeah. And you're not taking care of these people that you fight, make them fight for you. Mm-hmm. What kind of shit is that? Talking about go back to Africa when they all brought us here. I wish I could. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could go back to Africa. I wish I knew where to go. White people fuck everything up. They breathe and they fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got this friend. Well, she's not my friend yet, but we work. Well, because she's she not. Be. Well, because she she, she's she's a white lady. She's a teacher that I work with, mm-hmm. and I've been like so anti-white for so long. So, every person that enters my life that is a white person, mm-hmm. they have to like earn the spot. Like, I just don't just like, oh, everyone, come on, come on. Because they lie, they tell, they go behind your back, they do certain shit. You're just like, what the fuck? I thought we was cool. You can't read them. There's been a couple times where I'm about around a white person and their attitude, like, I think everything's cheery mm-hmm. and they're upset. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't, I couldn't read you. <laughs> I can't read you, freaking weirdos. But this lady, I don't know. She seems, she's cool. She shows me hella love. It doesn't, I don't have, I don't feel like, she don't touch my hair. If I take my hair down, she don't make it a big deal. Mm-hmm. She's not like, oh, you got a new style. Like, she's just like, oh, hey, you look cute today. Yeah. Like, she just treats me like a person. And so it's just, it's sad that I have to oh be my like. God, that's so sad. It is sad. Like, <laughs> this white lady doesn't. She treats me like a human. Fetishize me. She just treats me like a human, and I like her for mm-hmm. that. Now I want to be, it's like, uh, from the time I met her, I did not want to be friends just off the fact that she was white. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as time is going on, she just does things for no reason. She, she gives me cards. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, what card? I love cards. Mm-hmm. She's just hella nice. She calls me like I have all the all the kids call me uh, Miss Jazz or whatever so um, some of the teachers for a long time with me knowing them for a couple years could not decide if they was calling me Miss Daniels Miss Jazz or Jasmine mm-hmm. I didn't like being called Jasmine because I never called none of the teachers by their first name yeah. mm-hmm. I always gave them the like the Mr. or Mrs. or whatever so with her she calls me what the kids call me and to some people that might seem like oh that's nothing but that's a big thing for me because you see me on the same level i'm not calling you by your first name because we're not friends yet we just colleagues and we work really close together yeah but she's like super respectful of my space my energy she's a real person basically she's not She's not uh, biting her tongue because she's white and like saying, oh, I'm just going to take everybody's bullshit. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she's not fetishizing my skin or anybody's skin. She's just being a person. She's the first white lady that has been like steps in for the N word. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's a big deal because all the white teachers will stop something. They'll stop if somebody says fuck too many times or shit too many times. But if they say nigga. 
they don't have nothing to say. She's like, oh, we don't use that word in this classroom. She's like, oh, can you not use that word? Oh, can you not use that word? So I, I like that about her. So it's like, as I'm getting to know her, I'm getting to like her. And that's different for me. Yeah. So shout out to her. Because <laughs> she's dope for no reason. And I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. No. Keep those in the pocket. Oh, those are for Christina. Christina, I bought you blood wraps. Oh, ayo. <laughs> no ayo. Nice. As Mike's daughter would say. <laughs> nice. Don't forget, it's 11-11. I'm going to keep saying that all day. Affirmation. So, uh, we want to move into a house, a universe. Let's move into our house. Let us still be big balling. Mm-hmm. Have some money coming in, a second job, mm-hmm. all that. We need all the opportunities, all the doors of opportunity to open up. You want to get your asshole ate? Boy. 11-11. Hello. Uh, I've been like super not talking to this guy. Like, well, not not talking to him, but I haven't been hitting him mm-hmm. because... This nigga think he like the sex guy. So because he think he a sex guy, he's like, yeah. Like But is he really that good? Okay, so his he his head game and booty game is great. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, he's not. He's not he's mediocre. He's not humongous. Mm-hmm. He just can go for a long time. Mm-hmm. So once he nut five minutes you can get it back mm-hmm. and then you're like all right we still going i can you can fuck all day yeah so i'm not gonna trip off the fact that you came because uh-huh. you can get it back up yeah and it's also not super huge so you're not like getting rug burn on your vagina <laughs> girth burn on your vagina <laughs> or like you know it ain't hella achy because his dick is so huge and he's killing it mm-hmm. So it's like decent sex. His head game is really good. Like he can go all day. I'm like, hey, A plus for you. A plus plus. <laughs> He's like the kind of guy that you hit after like two months of not having sex and you're going to be satisfied because he just does so much. But his dick is not big enough on a regular basis. For regular base sex, it's not big enough yeah. for that. It's for occasional, oh my God, it's going to go for hours, but not. He's fucking it up. Like. He's is a little bit. He's a little too cocky for how. He is too cocky. He is way too cocky. Like I never understand. Like I be wanting to understand him. So uh, and I'm nice. It's like I'm nice in me. So in the beginning of the relationship, I'm nice because I'm trying to figure out like what's going on. You can't tear him down out the gate. No, you cannot. Mm-mm. I don't tear him down out the gate. I'd be like, oh, let me figure this out. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Okay, that's cool. But he's like, what did he say to me? I said, I text him because, okay, so I'm not going to lie. The head and the booty game is good enough to where I realized I was, I was, I was texting him. He was texting back. So I said, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so I started calling. <laughs> the phone was going straight to voicemail. I said, oh, so he blocked me? What the fuck is this? So I called from her phone. Uh-huh. 
everybody's phone numbers going to voicemail. So I was like, okay, phone must be broke because you ain't turned it on in a couple days. Mm-hmm. That means it's broke. That don't mean it's not charged. It means it's broke. Mm-hmm. So I hit him on, on Instagram like, nigga, are you alive? Like, hello, the fuck? And he was like, oh, I forgot you was on my Instagram, blah, blah, blah. So I said, I've been looking for you in the daytime with a flashlight, but I was just being extra because it's just like, nigga, like it's been four or five days. What the fuck? Period's been here or gone. Get over here. I need to be ate out correctly. Come back. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I got that effect on all my bitches. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. It was just like, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie, the head game had me shut up. Like I didn't even respond to it. So I was just like, he should just bring the head game and then bring another dick to fucking fill it in. Hello, McFly. You don't even know. He got sandwich dick. Like I'll make him a sandwich. He don't got money dick. Like he don't got. I'll give you some money. Uh huh. <laughs> he think he got money dick. He be like. He, he ain't got no shoes. He, girl, no, no, no. You don't got shoes, Dick. You don't got money, Dick. He thought, because he tried to ask me, oh, I need some money for this. I need that. He was trying to put in my ear how he need a phone and all this stuff. I said, nigga, you better go get you. Go see a Metro will let you get another phone plan mm-hmm. and get a free phone. Right. You Do you up. get food stamps? Because uh, they get free phones at the Hello. welfare. Yeah, Obama phone. I had Obama phone. Get you an Obama phone. I need phone. one. Mm-hmm. I have one. With your broke ass. Right? And you can still do Facebook. But now my man. We'll see. Every, that's what I, I remember when I didn't pay for my phone and I had a boyfriend. So boyfriends pay for phones. So maybe I need to get a boyfriend. I just got me. Can't have a broke one. Mm. Lord. Lord. Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I need an iPhone X. I need an iPhone X. Uh-huh. I wasn't going to say, but I don't want the problems that come with no boyfriend. I really don't. I really don't. Because they so thirsty. Like my one, and I just was telling her, we were talking the other day, and I was telling her like, I don't see the point in looking for a relationship mm-hmm. if you broke. Yeah. Like, I don't see the point in looking for a relationship if you searching for yourself, if you unhappy. If you don't have something to offer. Ex- That's what exactly. I said. Yeah. Bow. You got to be stable. You can't bring nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, no, it's garbage. Don't you bring nothing. You just suck. Like, you just sucking it all up and leaving people fucking dry. Hello? And that's why. You and that's why be. nobody wants to get in relationships. That's why adults always a because financial you've been issue. People who've been just like sucking on you like a leech, and that's what you feel. Do y'all you see why I love her? <laughs> okay, she gives me my space. I don't. She, I, she don't. We don't need to talk every day. <laughs> I don't need to see her every week. And when we get together, she gets me. Well, ain't you a Libra? Uh-huh. See, and she's a Libra. Gang, gang. I tell y'all all the time. I love gang, gang. Libras. <laughs> Yes, she understands. That's I was just telling her that shit the other day. You go see her and I was telling my um my uncle's ex girlfriend, me and her are friends. I was like, dude, people keep getting into relationships after a relationship without healing, without figuring out what they want, without figuring out what it is that they need in life. 
they get into relationships without talking to people about what their goals are because they think that's getting too deep. Like, no, I need to know what it is you want yeah, and see if we even mesh. Exactly. Like, no. And financial issues are always the biggest thing in a relationship. So just in case if you were to lose a job, you'd mm-hmm. be able to pick up that slack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Are y'all going to grind together? Hello. Exactly. That part. Hello. But you got to, yeah, that's the conversation you got to have. Moral issues. Issues of mm-hmm. moral, like, where do your morals lie? Exactly. Like, Who are you? Yeah. People be throwing each other for 30 days, like, oh, let's be together. End up together with, for three years with somebody they hate. And be miserable. Miserable Whoa. fucking bum. Have the wrong baby daddy. All I of the shit. I know a person like that. All of the shit. It's like, you see here, like, I I know multiple people, multiple people who got into relationships, have kids with the wrong people. Boy. And that shit is you sad. St- you stuck with that person for life. For life. You know, th- you know all about life. them forever. Even when your child is 50 years old. You still gonna know about it. That's the struggle I'm going through right now. I'm like, God damn it. God told me, turn away, but then he cursed me at the same time. But now you have a baby daddy. <laughs> by the motherfucker that you hated. <coughs> Your daughter is supposed yeah. to be here, though. So, because her birthday is like... June 4th, 2014. So she has like the way her numbers roll on a Wednesday at yep. 6.30. And I'm her godmother. Such an even day. Yep, and I'm her godmother. And I was also born on a Wednesday on an even day at 6.30. Wow. So it's like, you know, her daughter was supposed to be born. And a lot of kids, people who be in relationships, their kids supposed to be born. Like, a lot of people be having special kids. So, you wonder why you still in this relationship. It be because the kid is a special person and these two entities got to come together. Mm-hmm. Well, her kid was supposed to be born because her daughter is super special. Like, she just loving, kind, smart, all the shit. All the things you could think of, funny. And she's only four years old. Brian, not even to toot her own horn, but <laughs> beep, beep, motherfuckers. She really, everybody love her. It don't matter what. Everybody gonna love her. If anybody that's listening to this podcast, you meet my daughter, you gonna fall in love. Yes. It don't matter. It don't. She has her own personality. She is who she is, but she was supposed to be born. For real. But that's how it be. Like, you end up in these relationships and you be together for hella long. And sometimes it be for a reason. So she had her kid. But sometimes it don't be for nothing. Maybe it be for the lessons you learned in that shit. Mm -hmm. That's what it be for. Yeah. It be for what you're going to get out of it. Because with my ex-boyfriend, I'm still in contact with him. But, like, I text him because I needed him. I needed something from him. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to deal with him. But I'm like, hey, how are you? Can you do this? Because I need you to, you know, confirm some shit for me. Then I hit him with the, oh, so how's your music going? I don't really give a fuck about his music. His shit sucks. Hmm. He's not really that good. I think he can write. I don't think he's a performer. Yeah. I don't think he's an artist. I think he's a writer. So. Gotta be with somebody you believe in. 
Yeah, he didn't believe in me at all. He didn't believe in me, and I tried to believe in him. I tried to support him just because he was my ex-boyfriend. He was my boyfriend. But I didn't like his none of his stuff. But what I did get... Cause he think he the shit. It's like, dude, who the fuck? Who told you? Like, who's like, who keeps lying to you? I'm like, oh, it must be me. I keep it lying to you. <laughs> I keep lying to you. I keep lying because I don't understand. Look at motherfuckers. If I don't think it's good, then it's like I don't think we can be friends anymore. Cause if like if I can't, if I don't feel like I can tell you that I don't think your shit is good. That's true. Then the, the relationship has to end. That's true. But he benefits me. So I'd be like, hey, can let's do a song. So that makes him think he the shit. So to, I, I, had, I did that last night. I was like, hey, let's do a song. I don't know why I asked him to do a song. I would never do music with him. I don't like this cadence where he raps. He raps weird. He like Silk the Shocker. Like, no thank uh, you. I'm a no limit soldier. No to keep it brought Like, no thank you. But what if you were to write his verse? I don't want, I don't, okay, you're not hearing me. I don't like his cadence. That means the oh, way he raps. Oh, his flow, yeah, flow. Yes, yeah. his flow. Yeah, the way he, flow. his words be fine. Yeah. It's the way he flows. He can't. He it just don't work for it. me. Tell him to fix it. But he can't fix Tell it. He's, we in our thirties now. Either you can fucking fix that. Listen, okay, okay, my bad. He's a Virgo, so he thinks he's perfect. So there is no fixing a Virgo when they think they're perfect. I'm like, that's why I'm telling him, like, let's do a song together, like, so you can get on my shit and see what I'm doing. This motherfucker gonna tell me go to Beat Stars and get a beat and then uh, get a concept and tell me. I said. Okay, went to Beat Stars, found some beats for herself. I was like, I'm not here for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, got what I needed. You are so you're gonna check your email, and I got the access to new beats. Thank you. That's exactly what I needed. Shout out to the universe because I have been saying that I need beats. I need beats. Mm-hmm. I need beats. Whoop! There it is. Right. So my ex, I use him. We use each other for right now. That's why we still in contact. We yeah. using mm-hmm. each other. That's fine. And that. Completely fine, I but I have a reason. That I, yeah, but that's it. I'm only fucking him with him for a reason. Right. I'm not like fucking with him because he do anything else for me. I'm not fucking with him to I don't know to be on some I want a man type shit. None of that. Not at I, all. It's it's <laughs> beneficial for right now. Exactly, because he can let me know who I'm supposed to be talking to. There has been a couple of things that I've gotten out of him saying, "Oh." Go here, check this out. I'm like, bada boom, bada bing. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm going to keep living my best life. He out here still promoting other people's shit. You know why you promoting other people's shit? Because they don't believe in you. Hmm. You are the last person on the label that's going to get something that comes, that, that turns into something. And you're not even seeing that. That's on him. I'm not fucking tripping. I'm using him. Thirsty. Yeah, I am. Thank you. See, she got everything. Don't forget, people, it's 11, 11. It's only 6.37. Today's going to be a good day because we're going to get to feel the actual, maybe because the music's not working. So we're not playing the music and letting the music just. Did you try it again? No, I didn't. I'm scared to try it. You should try it again. Yeah. All right, people. Here we go again. Let's see. Because this isn't 
That's usually on right there, and it's not. What's on? Not that. Okay, okay. So we know that the mixer not on. I don't know how I'm supposed to turn off. Pam, Pam. If you listening, Pam. Please call the radio. Pam. <laughs> Pam, five, Pam. whatever number you know. Pam, Pam, help us, help us, please. Okay, I turned it off. Maybe, it, maybe it needs like ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. We need the five. Music four to work. Three, two, one. All right. Oh, oh. Hold on. We gotta turn something up. Well, we need to turn up. These are all the same, so maybe. But that's the other guy. Just I don't know. Do we got action, motherfuckers? Hold up, I'm scared. I don't want to say it is it ain't, cause it could be anything. Shut up. So you mean to tell me? Shout out to Pam. You mean to tell me? Hold on. Let me get to my 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 out my playlist. You mean to tell me? Hold on. You mean to Girl, I don't got time for this. We about to fucking We about to turn the music on. I got so excited I turned the music down. I turned me down before I got the music on. We got some motivational music going on because it's 11-11 today. 11-11-11. And we are going to get the music going. That's why I fuck with my comadre. She always got my back. Better make a smile when you see that big pull up Money don't make me happy And a fella can't make me fancy We smiling for a whole nother reason It's all smiles through all four seasons Shining, 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 yeah All of this winning, I've been losing my mind Losing my mind Hold on, hold on, don't
another one, another one, another make a way. One ain't enough, I need two. Then that makes the ace with the deuce. Hit a triple double in the garden. Hug on my left wrist like I'm hardened. Switch. Ran to the dealer, boy, twin Mercedes. The European trucks for the twin babies. Don't let me have a son, I'm a fool. Send them to school and all my truths. I want a boy and girl to fight for truth. Whatever God give me, I'm cool. I've been winning so long, it's like alchemy. I've been playing cards with the house money. 21, Grammys, I'm a savage nigga. 21, Grammys, I'm a savage nigga. I should even work back with niggas. 12 solo albums, all platinum, nigga. I know you ain't, I ain't talking numbers right. I know you ain't, I ain't talking summers right. I know you ain't walking around talking down. Saying bullshit when you a runner, right? Plain Paddock, Ben had it. Flooded when I got it from Cali.
me through it. His love, his grace and mercy. At one time the devil cursed me. I was drowning off in my mess. But the Lord, he came and saved me like a damsel in distress. Yeah, now we are living and now we are giving. Blessings applied to the ceiling. Anointed my head with oil. Now look at my cup and it's spilling. But see as he picked up the billing. He got all my enemies chilling. He made a way I won't forget the feeling. I'll do whatever, just ask me I'm willing. Willing, 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 willing. Change. 
That's bread, that's flowers. Go get it in your system and your gut. In your butt. Really? Oh my god. And bring nothing to the table. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's garbage. Don't you bring nothing. You suck. Like, you just sucking it all up and leave.
It's not the people being pepper sprayed or the people starving in the street that are waging class warfare, okay? <laughs> Who are the real perpetrators of this, right? Is it the restaurant owners fighting a tiny raise a minimum wage for their tipped workers, who, as we know, tipped workers have incredibly low wages? Is it Apple and Google, who we now know conspired and colluded to keep their wages low? Or is it, worst of all, the Koch brothers, who have secretly been keeping their donors... Lincoln Palmer, and now we're gonna play a few uh, strange breaks behind us with uh, this mixed by Mr. Thang as we talk about those strange eyes surrounding you, the men in black trench coats watching you, analyzing your every thought, hope, dream, political leaning, belief, opinion. Well, another uh, civilian employee of the National Security Agency has resigned his position, admitting he helped Edward Snowden get some of that classified, those sweet, sweet classical classified jams off of their servers. And uh, we don't know his name, but uh, it has been verified that this is true, obtained by NBC News and published online. And uh, speaking of Edward Snowden himself... Well, Attorney General Eric Holder, while ruling out the possibility of clemency for the whistleblower, did say maybe they could uh, work out a plea deal of some kind, some sort, possible. There's only one thing I have to say about that. It is a trap. And don't fall for it, Edward Snowden. You stay out, out of the country because symbolic um, of the protest. The genie in the poorest half is less... Than- 